0: Hey guys, welcome, 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 welcome. This is Tell Me More, Help Me Understand, and what we're doing today is helping us understand the phrase REM sleep behavior disorder. Hey guys, what's going down?
1: today man what is happening I'm gonna we'll take these off this is my very first podcast with camera uh clearly I just had this huge freaking ego so so I think I gotta see myself um, on camera so then once at a point in time there was this guy and he was laying in bed right and he um, started to started to have this dream, this really wild, psychedelic dream and he hadn't even taken any drugs. But, but uh, it all just happened so quickly, there was this huge black bear and, and uh, uh, this bear started coming towards him and attacking at him and it was just crazy and all of a sudden he started to tussle with that black bear and uh, next thing you know, this gentleman He's in an ambulance, right? So, so, um, he's got this huge hematoma. Big, big black eye. Well, come to find out, he was fighting the bear and he fell out of bed, hit the chair. You know, and the emergency room doc says, hey, you probably have uh, what's called REM Sleep Behavior Disorder. So the guy's like, okay, what the heck does that mean? Well, you might want to go home and research it. Okay. So, clearly, my stories telling skills suck. And clearly, that person was me. <laughs> So, um, I did, I came home and researched it, and it says about 80% of people with REM uh, behavioral sleep disorder uh, is and has and will be early on stage Parkinson's. Whoa, what? what? So, this is why I wanted to report, record my first uh, podcast about, tell me more, help me understand Parkinson's. REM sleep behavior disorder. Help me understand that. So our noun today is REM sleep behavior disorder. It's a thing. Um, And uh, I wanted to record my face just simply because um, I want to document this whole process. Um, I have already um, donated um, my body to Ohio State Medical Center. And I would like to have kind of a parallel log, even though I should have started, what, 53 years ago, if I was going to parallel log everything. But I would have liked to have had a parallel log. Um, I would like the parallel uh, for the learning student. I would like for them to be able to to, to slice this thing open <laughs> this thing open and, and say, okay, well, yeah, early onset Parkinson's, REM sleep behavior disorder, uh, 1.5 diabetes, pacemaker, um, diabetic peripheral neuropathy, um, uh, rheumatoid, uh rheumatic fever as a child. I I would like for all these things to get correlated uh, in that student's mind, and that's why I'm going to record it, but. But that's not what we're doing What we're doing here is, is podcasting. Let me grab my glasses. Uh, and that's, this is the first episode of uh, me uh, on video. And quite honestly, I'm getting ready to start studying in front of you guys. Um, and as we Google that, uh, as we Google some things, Um, I just wanted to be able to catch myself uh, on camera and have you guys catch me on camera so we can uh, catch some small lists and um, catch some small thought processes that uh, I really struggle with um, and um, uh, also catch the reactions as I read and research uh, about what the heck is going on. Um, So, anyway, that's it. So, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it, do it, do it. Um, Honestly, (laughs) this was a tough one because what I wanted to do is sit down with my wife um, and uh, record this with her as I researched it, Um, best friend, interview, uh, just so we're on the same page with one another and, and know exactly what's going on but um, again I am not in a position uh, ever of privacy in this piece of crap house and um, uh, so I really don't have a place to to um, do this without her and not have everybody in the family overhear me. So, If my volume goes bad, I I apologize. There's a a ton of things I'd like to do on a regular basis with my family. um, My family has completely different goals uh, and agendas than I do. Um, We both, my wife and I have mothers. Um, Her mother with Parkinson's and some uh, cervical issues and my mother uh, in stage dementia over in Indiana. So um, we have since we started uh, fostering children years ago, and, uh, and adopting children years ago, we have worked opposite shifts, and uh, we've been managed, uh, we've been blessed to be uh, able to raise our children, um, and both of us keep our jobs, but um, uh, it really took a huge, huge toll on our communication to one another, and um, that's just the way it is. So. I'll do this by my lonesome today, guys. Uh, uh, please make your comments, as I do offer that. Um, uh, make your comments. Um, I don't know what to say. See, that's one of those thoughts that I lost. I also don't have any privacy in the house, so I can, I can hear my teenager um, as typical hormonal and yelling at my wife and complaining and whining. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Again, I, I really don't have that much privacy. So, here it is. So, I go to my neurological uh, chiropractor this morning, right? I love this guy. I have made TikToks about this guy. Um, it just makes me sound gay, which I'm not. But I, <laughs> I love this guy. So, so I get this big hematoma about six weeks ago, right? And and um, this huge black eye, and I may have to pause it and discipline my child. I'm not real sure if that's going to happen or not. But hey, welcome to my podcast because I don't know how to edit a darn thing, and that's what this podcast is about. So anyway. Um, if I knew how to edit, then I could probably figure out how to get that sound out of the background, but again, I just don't care. I'd rather just talk and that's an that's a ego thing for me. Um, uh, I guess I just like to hear myself. So I, I'm, I'm rambling already, but um, oh boy, now we're slamming doors. Good times were had. Campbell's family, good times were had as normal. Anyway, um, I, 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 I have this big hematoma, and, and this chiropractor is not only a chiropractor, but the reason I enjoy him so much is because uh, he's, a, he's a functional neurologist as well. And uh, um, right there it is, guys, right there it is. Let's just say right now, I would like to do a throw-out, a call-out, whatever you call it, to Dixie Chiropractic in moraine ohio man great staff amazing 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 practice i mean, I mean these guys are uh, really good um, and uh... let's just shout out you them if you're, if, if you're in the uh, southwest ohio area and you're looking for the best chiropractor around i just told you who that was and uh... i usually don't disclose my uh, My area, but I am in the southwest Ohio area typically, and uh, I I would love to share this guy um, um, with you. So, Dixie Chiropractic guys um, really a good service, and I'm not asking for their sponsorship or money. I have no affiliation with them whatsoever, um, except for uh, letting you know that their guidance and their education is. It is really quite skilled. Um, so, um, after I come home from the E.R. and and uh, uh, have this huge black eye for a while, which is very difficult to explain, I, I told a lot of people um, that I was big game hunting in Africa and uh, I got paused by a uh, large mountain lion. Um, clearly, that was a uh, misaligned bullshit, but my students preferred it. Over me tame. "Oh, I crawl! I I fell out of bed and bumped my head, and <laughs> fell out of head, fell out of bed and bumped his head, and didn't wake up till ER." So anyway, um, up until that point, my functional neurology chiropractor was treating me on a fairly two to three times a week basis. Um, he had even helped me with some TMJ issues, a lot of my joint issues have come from what uh, we initially thought was diabetic peripheral neuropathy, and um, uh, all of a sudden I go, the next time he said, what would you get the black eye from? I said, here's the story, odds very good that it's him, sleep behavior disorders, and the reaction. are really, uh, I'm very good at reading people's reactions, and he reacts in a very strange way. And, and says, um, come back in two weeks, and I'll have a name for you. So that's what I did. I didn't think much about it. But then uh, I did come back in two weeks, and his um, he did have the guy's number. Uh, long story made short, the chiropractic down in North Carolina does not take any insurance uh, whatsoever, and I can't afford his telemedicine visits because we're talking three, $400 per visit but i guess this guy is great with rem sleep behavior disorder so um... that adjustment uh, was very quick very quick um, did a little bit of thoracic tried to get my uh... uh i think it's my t six back in line a little bit and uh, definitely worked on my cerv- cervical as normal uh... tried to um... Uh, extend my CT joint, CT junction, which, for those of you who don't understand what that is, um, we're talking about where the cervical uh, parts of the spine connect up with the thoracic parts of the spine. It's, it's right around here at the lower neck area um, and mine for, for many, many years. So, you know, instead of worrying about my lumbar and doing all these flexibility tests and asking me to do all these eye movements and, 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 and things like that, um, it was just a real quick adjustment, and again, he said two weeks. Well, that two weeks was today, so I go back and I, I, I'm expecting, um, I guess I'm expecting a, um, a larger, uh, adjustment again, sublucation, uh, sub- subluxation, um, and, and I don't get it. I said, hey, can I just ask you a few questions here, what's going on, um, I, I said, you know, we were working three times a week on my entire body, and then when you found out about the REM sleep behavior disorder, uh, I read your face is worrisome, um, and um, uh, you, you tried to refer me on to North Carolina. I'm in Southwest Ohio. So what's, what's the deal here? Um, uh, and I said, you can't hurt me. You know, you can't offend me. Just, just tell me the truth. I like and I wonder what's going on. He said, all right, here's the deal. Um, My studies have recently shown that a a, a lot of um, uh, nerve issues that are small nerve issues, and this is something I'm getting ready to look up as we we study the noun of uh, room sleep behavior disorder. Um, It's a lot of the small nerve issues um, that that I've not had before. tend to be indicators of this, I guess, early onset Parkinson's, that I have about an 80% chance of having. But last week I did see a sleep doctor, and the sleep doctor said, well, you know, I don't really see that you have those connections, so I I wouldn't stress this yet, let's uh, let's take you off your sleep meds, let's put you on. um, The common uh, medicine for REM sleep behavior disorder, which is uh, Klonopin. Um, and uh, see if we can't get you a CPAP and we'll go from there. You know, just don't worry about it. So I had a decent week. I wasn't worrying about it. I've been working out a lot and I feel pretty good, Um, lost some weight. But my my chiropractor says to me, um, uh, they're just recently finding out that, uh, that a lot of these issues are in the gut. So the small nerve issues are in the gut. And what happens is when those nerves start to die? Um, interestingly enough, they allow bacteria and viral and microbiomes to pass. Um, I guess. Sorry, my my uh, monitor just shut off here. But they they allow that to pass. Um, The blood brain barrier and they're thinking that that could actually be a reason uh, for uh, all a lot of dimensions um, now i don't understand and i'm going to get some terminology up here um, I, I, I don't really understand um, a, a lot of what he's saying and um, uh, i'm going to research this so we can all get our, our information together um, might not be as fun since i'm Podcasting is a video, and I have like a 30-second lag time. <laughs> but if you're listening to me audibly on Tell Me More, Help Me Understand, then we're going to all get a good uh, little education about the noun today um, and and hopefully be able to uh, get through um, what's going on in my life in the next few years. Not real sure. So the first thing he asked me today... Was have you ever looked at the BRACS? And I said, Well, no, I've heard the term BRACS. And he said, I don't remember what the BRAAK stands for, um, but basically it is the test um, to where they place how long and how far into uh, Parkinson's are you. I said, Cool, so let's come home. And I started to say, Hey, let's do this with my wife and get her reaction. We can all understand it together. And, and be all happy but instead i am by my very lonesome and folks let's go to um, i'm googling okay i am googling i'm in google and this is not a google contract issue this is um just a uh me helping you and doing my very first video uh, I'm familiar with video I've done it before but I've, I've not researched on video and I've never podcast on video so I'm not even sure where really what app I'm going to record this into it could be Spotify I'd like for it to go everywhere because I've already got quite a few followers but uh, if you see here um, uh, you probably can't but what I'm typing in is B-R-A-A-K and um first thing that comes up uh if you'll notice is a bunch of pictures right and those are brain pictures so hello hello help me out brain pictures you suck cameron so uh, you got these brain pictures right and um a- a- and what i'm getting ready to read to you about is how these uh pictures stage um areas of 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 concern now my doctor said to me today, my sleep doctor said, "Well, how long have how, how long have you had these issues?" And I said, "Well, I've I've been married, you know, um, twenty years, and, and my wife has mentioned quite some time that I'm uh, that I'm definitely uh, uh, very active in my sleep. I, I've had others, my son-in-law, my, my daughter say, man, you are crazy when you sleep,' um, and I just always have assumed." Because I take sleep medicine, I'm a restless sleeper, blah 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 blah. But um, I guess about seven—it's probably six or seven years ago—I decked my wife. I mean, literally, I decked her in the middle of the night. I woke up panicked that I was fighting somebody, and she screamed out. And then, of course, she was very angry at first, but then she was um, reacted in a calm manner when she. Realized that I was half asleep, and um, from there, i trying to get this exactly right for you guys. Um, from there, we didn't think much about it until this most recent issue of um, of fighting the bear and. <laughs> in and up in the ER. Um, so really, I have had at least six to seven years of REM sleep behavior disorder. And this disease, um, basically what it does, guys, is, is, is when you sleep at night, most people, all people, are paralyzed while you're dreaming. So it's your, it's your sympathetic nerve system that says, hey, you're dreaming, but you're not acting anything out. I mean, you're not actually in the dream. You just you, you just do it, and you're paralyzed, so you can't do anything. Well, mine doesn't work that way, and people with uh, REM sleep behavior disorder don't work that way. Um, it's uh, a, a very exaggerated um, form of, of dangerous sleepwalking and very dangerous, exaggerated, very, very exaggerated form of um, Restless leg behavior, which a lot of people have. Not the end of the world. But um gosh, I'm rambling. Um this is one of those things that worries me. I don't know if it's if, if I'm losing my mind <laughs> or, or or I'm just um uh thought to to to, to keep it thought. But um so I could be actually a long way into this process if I've already had it because uh, the typical onset is 10 to 12 years, that's the average onset. Now people, there's 18%, twenty two percent people never get it at all, never, never even have Parkinson's symptoms and die at a late age and, and there's, there's no issues. But the 80% that typically do go that direction um they um, it's kind of a chicken and egg situation a lot of Parkinson's patients have REM sleep behavior disorder but um, they really don't know if the REM sleep behavior disorder comes before or after the parkinson or the Parkinson comes before so i could actually be well into this already i have been told that i have a tremor by my family as well I don't notice it that often. The only time I tremor is when I, uh, for example, uh, lay my hand on something. something. Um, occasionally you can see it tremor. It, it's not big. It's not often. It's not anything that's ever worried me. Um, however, I've been going through dementia with my mother. I've also been going through Parkinson's with my mother-in-law. And I'm recognizing a lot of terminology and stuff. So it's scary. Uh, Because, you know, some of it is is genetics. So, here we are. um, BRAC staging, B R H A K. Okay? Uh, BRAC staging refers to two methods used to classify the degree of pathology in Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's disease. These methods are used both in research and for the clinical diagnosis of these diseases, and are obtained by performing an autopsy of the brain. Okay, I'm not not really clear on that. Uh, hopefully, they're not <laughs> hopefully they're not autopsying my brain while I'm uh, uh, still trying to process that. But I'm sure that's just a Wikipedia issue. Um, so I'm looking at some really neat. They uh, look more like a sonograms than than I'd say MRIs. Um, but anyway, I'm looking at some pictures, and it says, um, A, schematic initial progression of Lewy body deposits in the first stages of Parkinson's disease as proposed by Brack and colleagues. So, I guess Brack, first thing we learn to know, hey, everything about a noun. Brack's the noun we're looking about today, tell me more, help me understand. Brack means, uh, simply that it's a guy, it's some dude that discovered uh, all this stuff, it's not a, a synonym, um, as I, I guess, thought it was all day. So anyway, B, it says localization of the area, significant brain volume reduction in initial PD. PD, you'll hear a lot from me um, uh, today and probably the future PD is Parkinson's, Uh Compared with a group of participants, without the disease in a, a neuroimaging study which continues that brain stem damage may be first identif- the first identif- identifiable stage of um, Parkinson's D- disease neuropathology so if there is a positive alpha synuclein staining of lewis bodies body in a patient with Parkinson's disease so um, I, I have because of diabetic neuropathy. I, I've lost a lot of color um, in my vision I, I I'm trying a new software called it's an open source software called wavepad and as I talk to you everything that I'm looking into appears to be black and white um, so I I'm not real sure why that is, so I'm going to hold my phone up and I'm going to enlarge this picture um, so you can see what they see as Lua bodies. I don't know if it's black or white, um, and I don't know how well um, you guys are going to be able to identify that. But, that's what's happening. There's the picture of Lua bodies. Now, what you got to understand if you've ever done any video production, is simply that um... you guys uh, who are listening to me are not looking at those pictures so it's not very entertaining for you so thanks for hanging with me uh... uh just as my listeners um, as my subscribers I appreciate it if you don't have access to my video and the only reason I'm doing video is uh, to record my, my my body as we do this but uh... So that was the picture of that, and, um, of course, I lost that. So let's go back. Um, Some terms that I am trying to come familiar with is pathophysiology of Parkinson's, substantia nigra, which um, is a structure in the basal ganglia structure in the basal ganglia that's G-A-N-G-I-L-A structure located in the midbrain that plays an important role in reward and movement. So one of the things we do know already, I myself and probably a lot of people who haven't even
0: uh,
1: had a had a PD experience is that um, dopamine plays a large role in um, uh, Parkinson's. So if, if if your dopamine levels are very low, that just means simply that you're not getting what you need uh, for the happy area of your brain. (laughs) A lot of people have depression and, 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 and other symptoms similar to that because your dopamine's level is low. So one of the key drugs for Parkinson's is something called Lovodopa, which just means an increase in dopamine, something that antagonizes or increases, so to speak, um, dopamine levels in our body. Um, interesting enough. So, um, it is a black substance reflecting the fact that parts of the substantia nigra appear darker than neighboring areas due to high levels of neuromelanin and dopaminogenic neurons, and thus you get. A Parkinson's diagnosis. Huh! Interesting. Very, very interesting. So one of the things uh, I'm trying to find here is how that actually is called the BRAC staging method. So I don't know if I'm able to actually help you guys understand with me um, Brat staging enough to know uh, that I'm learning about it as we speak, finding out kind of where I'm, where I am in this process. But but also um, you know as we as we uh, talk about telling more to each other and learning with each other about people, places, and things. Tell me more. Help me understand. Is the name of the podcast? And, and I'm just uh, I'm just wondering how I can teach and tell you more um, and help you understand this. Better. So the hypothesis is PD is a neurodegenerative disorder for which there is no cure. Most patients suffer from um, sporadic PD, which is likely caused by a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Um, hypothesis states that sporadic uh, PD is caused by a pathogen that enters the body via the nasal cavity and sub- subsequently is swallowed and reaches the gut initiating ule pathology, LT in the nose and the digestive tract a staging uh, a staging system describing the spread of Those leuipathies from the peripheral to the central nervous system was also postulated by the same research group. Um, There have been... (laughs) I keep forgetting that my TV is going to turn off here, so... Um, about these people. I didn't learn a whole bunch about them, but I did get some good information. A couple of them, um, uh, a couple of those interviews were crazy as well. Okay. Anyway, um, so anyway, it is no nasal, nasal cavity, and subsequently it's swallowed. Where were we at? So, because uh, it's a hypothesis, in part because not all patients follow the proposed staging system here we review literature that supports our criticizes brack's hypothesis focused on enteric route digestive problems in patients and the spread of lp on tissue and a cellular level this is very interesting to me okay? and let me tell you why because today at the functional uh, neurology chiropractor he said to me all of your issues up to the day that you came to see me after your hematoma all of those issues indicated to me that you had diabetic peripheral neuropathy diabetic peripheral neuropathy is a disease based on the large nerves larger nerves of the nervous system um... best example being uh, patients can still feel pain in their feet um because the i guess that would be um still feel pain in the feet because the 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 smaller nervous systems are the ones that run pain and uh those are what uh, people with diabetes long-term diabetes have have lost so they can still feel the pain but they don't have any feeling in their feet you can't you can't be tickled I don't know if a nail goes into my foot um, all those things I don't understand except for I do realize completely and totally 100% guys that I have pain still so um, uh, he explained that to me and, and and he also said but now that you have the hematoma and now that I have adjusted and subluxated uh, your spine for a, a year, um, and you have told me a lot about yourself, and we've gotten to know a lot about each other, is that you have gut and digestive issues. I said, well, I, I do. Uh, I've been diagnosed before with a stomach doctor, um, that a digestive doctor, that um, I have uh, gastroparesis, which is where the nervous system that doesn't work any longer in diabetics with peripheral neuropathy, um, the, it, it, the, the, the stomach's paralyzed. So uh, I end up two, three, four days um, in and out of the shower between taking these hor- horrible, nasty, no-good dumps that... that uh, By the way, I'm enjoying the heck out of this because it's hard to find a podcast that talks about horrible nasty, no good pumps. You do understand that, right? So I should be your hero. But um, (laughs) I I do these, I take these craps, these diarrhea craps uh, in the shower because at the same time I'm barfing my guts out because nothing's digesting. Nothing's going down, nothing's coming out. So, so my nerves, my, the nerves in my colon uh, are wasted, okay? I also have this pacemaker in, and we can tell, talk about all those stories at a later date, but it's pertinent to uh, REM sleep behavior disorder in that um, the reason my pacemaker happened is because I was passing out totally and completely passing out. And I had another podcast when I was going through that that explained um, the process and how scary it was for me to just, bam, hit the ground. I mean, I literally just hit the ground. So, come to find out, my vagal nerve, okay, most people are familiar with the vagal nerve. It is the key part of the nervous system that connects up to our hearts. Um, Mine quit working, okay? So, I was in complete blockage. My heart didn't beat at all. So now, um, I have a constant stream of electricity going through my heart that keeps it beating at an even pace. So all these nervous things uh, have all been connected to my nervous system, clearly. Oh, I just said that. Uh." Okay. But... But now, for the first time, I see a chiropractor who's who's not an internist. <laughs> you know, he doesn't doesn't treat my digestion. He, he he twists on my neck. But he's the guy that tells me, look, these the small nerves in the nervous system in your gut have allowed for so long of this crap to come up and pass the blood brain barrier and he believes and a lot of research is starting to say that that is Parkinson's and a lot of times they're also is very high indicated of, of some other dimensions like, like Alzheimer's, but mainly Parkinson's um, I'm blessed in that uh, my pain and my rigidity rigidity is a huge issue um is typically superseded by some type of drug or at least a reset at night time a reset of my uh, homeostasis or whatever um i can go to bed in a whole bunch of neuropathic pain and wake up you know i'm fine in in the middle of the day but Rigidity is a, a key indicator of of Parkinson's, and i started to have so much of that. Uh, that's, that's that's what's really you know freaked me out. So uh, definitely um, definitely something I'm trying to understand uh, more about. So also um, I think a value here is and um, I. I, 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 I I might do another podcast about Brax because I haven't done a very good job of of, of explaining Brax, but hopefully I'm doing an okay job of explaining REM sleep behavior disorder. Um, by the way, uh, Sleepwalk With Me by Mike Verbigula. I'm just doing a shout out to a comedian. Never met the guy in my life. Have no sponsorship by him. Never hope to think he's hilarious, but uh, his very first special, I got to know him on the Bob and Tom show, but his very first Netflix special uh, was called Sleepwalk With Me, and he's done things, um, being a comedian on the road, he's done things like jump out of hotel room windows while sleeping, and, uh, ended up with the same diagnosis, and now has been years and had no further issues with it. He sleeps, um, (laughs) you know in a, encased, well, he calls it his, his sleeping cocoon, but he literally ties himself up and has his girlfriend zip him in, and his girlfriend unzip him in the morning, um, and he stays in that safe cocoon all night long. What my wife and I have been suggested to do, and what we have done in the last six weeks, is we have moved the bed. Uh, our bed to my side, to the wall. Um, I cannot get in or out. And we placed large couch pillows, um, at the side of the wall. So if I were to decide to start fighting bears, you know, hey, that looks kind of cool. If I were to decide to start fighting bears in the middle of the night, uh, I'm going to be rolling out and punching and grabbing pillows and not, not landing on stuff on the floor. So far, so good. I don't know don't know how long it'll last. I, I, I really don't. So, um, REM sleep behavior disorder. Uh, the only celebrity I've heard talk about it is Mike Babriglia a comedian, uh, check him out. He's hilarious, but um, um, scary. You know, weird and scary stuff. Um, I'm able to share that in hopes that the whole purpose, guys, of Tell Me More Help Me Understand. Uh, Most of you know I teach, Uh, I love it, I'm passionate about it, and I teach at a a charter school for autistic... (laughs) I teach technology for NASA, can you tell? (laughs) you should see me back in a second guys um there i am hi how are we i don't even know what we were talking about but um I, oh yeah a, a teaching um uh, so the, the, the idea see that stutter that scares me I, I never used to have a stutter guys i never used to have it now it's there you'll also notice that my tongue no longer fits in my mouth. And for and, and the longest time, I thought that was uh, an issue with TMJ. Um, it's not. It's a lisp um, that is possibly uh, neurologic. But um, uh, what I'm passionate about is, is sharing. So when I want to go out and start a podcast called, hey, Tell me more, help me understand about, well, let's go back to episode one, Ed, my friend Ed, uh, an autistic gentleman who um, was a senior last year in my class, and now I call a friend um, because he's graduated and he's an adult. Um, When I interviewed him, my goal was for him to introduce uh, himself and some subject matter that he has that could possibly help you guys out. And that's the whole goal. There are people across the world who need to understand what's going on with themselves and the family around them and their and their social circle and their friends around them at work and everything else um, because things have gotten weird in places for them. And somebody else has been through it. And our goal in life as human beings, no matter what your spiritual belief is, our goal in life should be to share that. So if I understand and learn about a subject, Ed, if you understand about a subject, um, REM sleep behavior disorder, then I might be able to help somebody else in the same situation who's scared to death, who's angry, who's. Uh, not only fearful and angry but confused. Um it might be a spouse of someone, it might be a mother of someone, it might just be a dear friend of someone. But the idea here is is to study a noun so that hopefully a story is connected to somebody else that can use that story. That's the end goal. That's the whole reason for the podcast. I felt that's needed for a long, long time. Um not many non have, <laughs> have uh, chosen to follow along with that. I say that with frustration and anger out of quite a few churches uh, who I, I, I've asked for support from in this exact endeavor and, and, and received none. Uh, absolutely none. So, um, today, guys, um, we're on a journey together. Uh, I'm going to share mine, I'm going to make it personal by introducing uh, what the hell's going on with me, and um, uh, and my physical health, in hope that you guys learn something and are able to go out and help someone else in, 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 in the same There it was, big list, there's a TV. And another thing, you guys did listening, this sucks and it makes for horrible audio, but... Uh, those of you watching me do know that this is hilarious, but mm. that's genetic. So when I roll my tongue, that's genetic. I couldn't do that the first 52 years of my life. I couldn't roll my tongue, ever. And now now all of a sudden, uh, with, with the list and the misplaced jaw and, and neck issues, it's very easy for me to just go Ooh, and roll my tongue. Mm-hmm. I like the delay when I run my tongue because that's kind of cool on film. If you're listening, tell me to shut up. But <laughs> if you're watching, that's pretty funny. So right now I'm talking about curling my tongue, but you're not seeing me curl my tongue until now. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself. Hey guys, feel free to check me out on TikTok. Uh, I'm on Cambo. Uh, we're going to start doing some uh, clips of these interviews that I'm getting. Uh, I would love to start making random phone calls and figure out a way to talk to random strangers across the world in English. I suck at any other languages I've not been able to pick up on, so I I prefer English. And another thing, help me out. Dude, do that. Whoever you are, if you want to come on and share your story, uh, I don't have to record your video. Uh, You remain completely anonymous. Nobody will even know your name. But come on, call me or text me or email me. I'll put the link in my TikTok. I'll try to put the link somewhere private in my in my uh, uh, podcast. Um, but tell me, let me know that you guys have a story to tell that you think might help others out. And man, I'd love to get it on. Get it on. Get it on, Wolfman Jack. Get it on. <laughs> oh, I'll entertain myself, but um. Yeah, seriously, man. Uh, we need to share with one another. You, you know, no matter what your uh, religion, no matter what your spirit uh, spirit tells you, uh, no matter how introverted or extroverted you actually are, um, uh, we're not alone. And things don't get on an uphill in this lifetime until we share with one another. So, uh, you know, I was just telling my brother the other day as a pastor, he was like, you know, this hasn't bothered me too bad. I'm not like making daily trips to my strength because I'm doing everything in my power to get out of my head and into somebody else's help. Help somebody else's head. And and, and that's the whole goal. If I if I can stay busy doing something, um, that will make a difference, uh For someone somewhere, then I'm going to continue to do it because, quite honestly, it's selfish and greedy, and it makes me feel better. Uh, Makes me concentrate less on my own problems, my own pain in the butt, family, my own pain in the butt, health, my own pain in the butt, finances. It gets me out of that, and hopefully gets me making podcasts and building wells in southwest part of Africa. Uh, for some babies that don't have water. Does that make sense? I mean, that's kind of the whole goal in life, isn't it? Uh, Not to go build wells for babies in Africa, but for us to to kind of stay out of ourselves and and, uh, go help one another. So I'm off the uh, REM sleep behavior disorder. Uh, Clearly it's time to, to wrap it up. I don't even see how long I've been on here. Uh, I am recording in WavePad. Thank you, WavePad. Hey, thank you, WavePad. Shout out, man. If you want to support me, I'd love that. You wouldn't be advised on my part to do so because I suck so bad at your software. I probably am not the best advertisement for you, but word of mouth wise, hey, first time, shout out. WavePad, thank you for being open source software. We all need and want open source software um, for those of us that are poor in the world. And, uh, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff uh, in this open source package called, I think it's NCM, that uh, are, are not necessarily WavePad. So the idea of me recording in WavePad is uh, number one, so I can catch video uh, as well. Uh, currently, episode number one is on Anchor.fm. I do do some uh, advertising for Anchor.fm that you're required to do if you're on Anchor.fm. So shout out to Anchor.fm. In the past, they've made things incredibly easy for me. And uh, I've actually been able to make, I don't know, over the last year, $16, $17. (laughs) So how awesome is that? But um hopeful for new sponsorships, but I'm not begging for them right here by saying thank you Wavepad for giving me an opportunity. So what I'm gonna do is take this uh WavePad, I'm gonna have two feeds, I'm gonna have my audio feed, uh and trust me in the future I'm going to hopefully get a better microphone. I'm gonna have the audio feed and then you're gonna you're gonna have the feed right here. The video. Uh, I'm gonna hopefully use uh WavePad as an editing source which I'm using because I can't figure out audacity, I can't figure out Garage uh, Band. All those things for some reason just don't work in my head. I'm not a mechanic, I've never been a mechanic. I would much rather express myself uh, verbally than think through how to fix something, edit something, cut something here, cut something there. It's very difficult for my brain to do. So um, this one's free and I'll have some time. Uh, <laughs> We do know that the shutoff time for my video monitor must be right around 10 minutes
0: because it happens
1: Every 10 minutes he talks for 3 hours and that makes sense because I follow podcasters and um, uh, I'm usually listening to them at a point maxing out about, I don't know, half out of 45 minutes. So I'd like to get on here uh, more often. I have uh, some interviews that I want to share with you guys, nouns about uh, Daiwan the other day and Nancy. Uh, we'll learn more. Nancy told me a lot about herself. Uh, Nancy's friend, I didn't get his name, but we're going to learn more about him as a noun, and he is assumably, presumably, uh, noticeably, um, uh, honestly about being a space, uh, a creature from space who just happens to be visiting Earth, um, um, <laughs> It, we'll learn more about the nouns of people, places and things. And uh, I, I plan on getting on weekly and doing it. So so guys, I'll give you another export, another outgo um here editing, especially if I use Anchor, I've already recorded an outro recorded an outro. So I don't want to I don't want to do that twice and burden you guys with it. So right now We're at an editing point that I don't know how to do, and we're going to stop here. So, if you're watching me, thanks for listening. If you're listening to me, I'm going to edit a goodbye onto the next segment of Anchor, and then put the two together. But again, that's only for if it's the audio part. I'm stupid. I can't figure out how to do it for the audio and the video part. Bear with me. Guys, thanks for listening, man. I I must be doing something right. There's 1,300 of you uh, following me already. So, um, let's spread the word. Let's share with one another. Let's love. Let's uh, let's teach. And um, let's continue to grow that way. That's really all we can do. Goodbye. I'm Cambo. I and
0: out. Well, guys, we've closed out another edition. This one was really strange. Uh, it was just a noun that we studied. I wish we could have interviewed somebody other than myself, but uh, just wanted to let you know what's going on in my mind today. Talk about, tell you more, learn more about uh, REM sleep behavior disorder and um, its definition. It's uh, part in the world and how it, is a noun that is uh, uh, something that needs understood further guys I really appreciate you listening to Tell Me More Help Me Understand I look forward to uh, hearing your responses and uh, have an amazing day Anchor rocks
1: anchor rocks anchor rocks today anchor's the best
0: place to record (laughs) As long as you use their tips, like it's free, Anchor's free, there are
1: creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, folks. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many,
0: many more. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum.
1: Listenership, it's everything you need to make a podcast. It's all in one place, guys. Anchor rocks, anchor rocks, anchor rocks today. Anchor rocks.
0: And let's not forget, as with every episode. You eat poop. So here it is, guys, episode four. The noun of the day, dad. Tell me more. Help me
1: understand the noun, dad. Boy, there's a lot to discover in that three-letter word, dad. Folks, it's Father's Day. I've went through a lot of emotions. This is the year that I lost my father. And um, uh, just listen. Listen gradually. Listen carefully. Listen expectantly. Uh don't play with semantics. Don't worry about my words. Just just listen. Think about your father. And please, 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 please take the second to respond to this podcast at lubuproductions at gmail.com. And tell me about your dad. Maybe we can talk on the phone someday about him. Um, and what went on in your life? I think the amazing thing is, is, is that uh, 100% of people think that their father is a very important part of their life. Uh, about 48% of America seems to think that they were the most influential person towards the negative side, and about 52% thinks they, they were one of the most significant people in their lives, towards the positive side. Guys, tell me more. Help me understand about the word dad. Here it is. Enjoy. Happy Father's Day. I'm so sorry if I'm getting this out of days late.